Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. This is your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm coming back with part two of the Let's Get Effing Real series. And uh, this is something that just came into my mind because my mentor was telling me that I need to be more authentic, that I need to be more transparent. And it just completely blew my mind because a lot of the feedback that I get from all of you guys is how you love my transparency and how you love my authenticity. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, tell my mentor. He thinks he thinks that I'm not showing enough. And I realized that I was being a hypocrite. I realized, well, thanks to his help and him making me aware of it, was that I was asking, I've been challenging women and people to step out of their comfort zone and to face their fears and do all of these things. And and from the untrained eye, from the outside, it looks like I'm doing all of those things. Like I'm crushing it. I'm doing this, this, that, and the other. But to someone that knows me very well, I'm still very much playing it safe. I'm still very much avoiding um, being transparent about certain things that were going on in my life behind the scenes. And when you're in a position of leadership, you sometimes, you, you have this constant pressure of wanting to be an authentic leader, wanting to be genuine, wanting to show um you know what what the truth is but at the at the same time not showing too much because you're afraid that if people see too much if they if they see your struggles then they don't think that you're a leader if they see your struggles and they don't think that you are credible to be someone but that that's that's the opposite that is the exact opposite it can be further from the truth do you have to put all of your laundry out um, on social media no but do you need to let people know like what the real life is like so that they can understand I think a hundred percent and a lot of my frustration in the online coaching space was that, and this isn't with necessarily any of the coaches I've worked with, any of my business coaches, I mean, just the flood of business coaches on my feed saying things like, if you're not, you know, making this much money per month in your business, then you're doing it wrong. If you're not, you know, having fun every single day in your business, you're doing it wrong. And then you have people uh, telling uh, women, giving fitness advice that just isn't real. Like, oh, if you're not doing this, then it's wrong. You have to eat like this. And I was just like, holy fuck, like guys, like that's not like this is this is a lie number one number two you're not showing everybody the behind the scenes so all we're seeing is your smiling faces your happy vacation pictures you tracking your food when you want to all the things that people are posting online that makes you think that if you're not doing it like them 24 7 that you're doing something wrong so that is what prompted this that is why i started posting the pictures of me literally like recording a podcast and then turning it off and then breaking down crying immediately afterwards because i was living in a dumpster fire at that season in my business. And that season was literally like two weeks ago. So I wanted to paint a picture of transparency and, and, 
the importance of that for me and the importance of that for you is that when you start your endeavors, when you go to start your weight loss journey, when you go to start your business or whatever it is that you're starting and you run into roadblocks, uh, the only image that you may have in your head of someone that is doing the things that you want to do is them smiling and the filters and the lighting and the perfect pictures and the perfect poses. And you're like, well, shit, I'm doing something wrong then if my life every day doesn't look like that. And we should have enough common sense to know that it's a picture for social media. And as I said in yesterday's episode, it is called marketing. But unfortunately, because we spend so much time on social media, because we spend so much time uh, taking in content, after a while, um, and this is where it's going, social media is kind of like the news. Social media is where you go to get information. And if you're not paying attention, you're going to start to think that everything that you consume is truth. And we laugh at the older people who repost things that are clearly not true. We laugh at people who don't know how to take jokes because they're not in that inner circle and it doesn't make sense to them. We do all of these things, but like in real life, we're we're also very much doing that. We're also looking at people's lives and and taking it at face value and assuming that if mine doesn't look like this, then I'm doing something wrong. So that is why I prompted this. I didn't do this to shame any of the gurus out there, any of the, the other business coaches and people who are giving advice. I'm doing this because I have a heart to help people. I have a heart to help open your eyes and expand the way that you think and help you see things from a different perspective. And I want you to understand that just that, that you're not fucking up. You may need to clean up in some areas of your life and your business. You may need some work and 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 that that that's that's off like everyone, right? But I want you to know that just because every single day of your life does not look like someone else's highlight reel does not mean that you're failing and it does not mean that you're doing something wrong. That is a part of the journey, that is a part of the process. So, that was a very long intro to the second um you know, the second episode in the series, but I wanted to get that out there for you. So now let's hop into part two of Get Effing Real. And yesterday was the lies that we get from the internet gurus. And today we're going to talk about the lies that you tell yourself. So if you haven't caught on already, if you're watching this live on Facebook, mom, dad, I am so sorry. This is not one that you probably want to hear your daughter talk about. I don't know. If you're one of my clients or one of the ladies that listens to me and you have your kids in the room, get them out or watch this later or listen to this on the podcast. Okay, because I'm going to say some not safe for children work. All of my episodes are not safe for children, but I just wanted to preface that because it is 830 at night when I'm recording this and you may be having family time moving right along. So the lies that we tell ourselves, and in other words, these are called limiting beliefs and we all have them. They don't just go away once you start becoming successful. They don't just go away because you have attained a certain level of success in your life. That's not how that works, I promise you. Because every new level, that we have a phrase, we have a saying that says every uh, new level's new devils. And I honestly don't think that the devils are new. I think that the devils grow with you. So if you had insecurity and self-doubt, now that you've gone up to a bigger level, it's not a new devil of insecurity of doubt. That, that bad boy grew with you. So you now have to develop the armor. If you're a Christian, the armor of God, if you're not a believer, you know, that mindset, you got to develop that savage mindset that is now ready to face this demon of your self-doubt that is now as big as you become. That is one of my sincere beliefs. I don't believe that limiting beliefs just disappear. I have followed, I have worked underneath, I have shadowed enough successful women and men in business to know that just because you reach a certain level of success does not mean that you are immune to the mental attacks that can happen within your mind. 
Your mind is a battlefield. And so today on one of my coaching calls, I'm so blessed, by the way, I'm so blessed. I had three amazing coaching calls with three amazing women, one brand new woman that just signed up with me, um, one that has been working with me on and off for the past two years, making moves. We're finally talking about how to start her business. When we started, it was weight loss. And then when she signed up again, it was life and mindset coaching. And now today she finally expressed, I'm ready to create multiple streams of income. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to do that. And I'm like, sis. Yes, that's that's exactly the flow that I wanted to create within my business. So I love that she's living proof that this model works. But anywho, that's neither here nor there. Um, one of my last calls of the day was with a, a young lady, a woman who was talking about how her mindset started to go down the drain this past a couple weeks. She couldn't make it to our coaching call because of work. And then she thought she had COVID. And then, you know, just life is, is, is you know, life was happening as it should. Remember, this isn't a highlight reel. And she started to get down on herself. She's like, yeah, you know, um, things aren't going as good as they used to. Da, da, da. And I was listening to what I like to call the snowball storm from hell, where we let one negative thought in and it brings its friends. So this is the way that I like to look at limiting beliefs or the lies that we tell ourselves. You guys have heard this before, but I'm going to repeat it again for anyone who is new to the show or just turning it, tuning in. Limiting beliefs and lies are kind of like this. They come knocking at your door. And if you are a lunatic, which is what most people are, or you're unaware, um, you're, the door of your brain, the front door of your mind is just wide open and anyone can come in. Any thoughts can come in. But if you are developing a strong mindset, if you're a believer, if you're like wearing the armor of God around you, right, you can now look through the peephole and take a look out and see, like, See what that lie is about to come in. You can look at it and be like, oh, no, I don't fuck with that. I'm not letting it in and walk away. But when you're unaware that that's what's happening, when you are so wrapped up in the conversation in your head that you don't even realize that it's not you. Like I told the other client, the very first call I was on today, I was like, those things that you just told me, those limiting beliefs, those lies that you're hearing, those aren't even your words. Those are the words of your mother, your father and your brother and everyone else who has put you down your whole life. And because you didn't have the tools to to block them off, you didn't know that what they were saying wasn't true. You took them on as your own. You made them your own belief. And now because they are your beliefs, they, they govern the way that you move and they are so embedded in your subconscious that you don't even realize that they're not your thoughts, right? So when we are functioning like that, which is where most people are until they realize, yo, I'm not my thoughts. No, you're not your thoughts, right? You get to look through the people, see the motherfuckers and be like, actually, yeah, no, I'm good. But what most people do is we look through the people and we're like, well, What's the worst that could happen? And then we open the door and then the negative thoughts come in and they don't just come in a pair of one. No, they bring friends. And if you don't stop the door, they're just going to come in. And if you literally are completely unaware of what's going on, you now have a whole ass dinner party of negative thoughts and they're talking back and forth. They're gassing each other up. They're egging each other on and it just builds and it's a snowstorm. It looks something like this. Well, I couldn't make it to the gym today. Yeah, this ne I'm never going to be able to make it. Yeah, I never. Everyone else has it easier than me. You could just get up earlier than me. Yeah, yeah, these are, mind you, I want you to envision this is the, the dinner table of negative thoughts that you have now led into your house. So it starts with the, 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 the situation. You didn't make it to the gym. 
And now we have uh, a thought that comes in and says, well, yeah, it's because you're lazy. Oh, 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 yeah, not only am I lazy, it's not my fault, it's my kid's fault. And not only that, uh, look at those other people, they make it look easy. And, look, and now you have a shit storm of negative beliefs and negative thoughts, well, thoughts, because they're thoughts for now. They're only beliefs when you entertain them, right? And when you start to live by them. And most people don't even realize that this is happening. So the key, the key is to stop that downward spiral of thoughts before it happens. But most people don't do that because we're so involved. We are so like a part of the conversation in our head that we don't realize that we are not our thoughts. So if I can, before I even dive in, I want you, I want to preface this episode and remind those of you that have listened before and remind those and and tell those of you that are new that you are not your thoughts. And once you realize that your brain is like a fucking social media algorithm where the more time you spend on a thought, Tony Robbins always says what you feed grows, what you, or no, he says where focus goes, energy flows. And in church, we used to always say what you feed grows, what you starve dies. And so once you realize that the thoughts that come in, you get to choose which one ones that you'll entertain. Once you realize that, you can now put a stop on it. But you have to learn to pause. You have to learn to to hear the thought and stop and be like, now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Does that thought serve me? Is that even true? One of the things, one of the the, the tips that I gave my clients, all three of them actually today, I was like, you got to put on your detective hat. You got to put on your detective hat. So when, for example, I think uh, one of the beliefs, what did, what did she say today on the call? She said, I, I'll get back to that because that's actually one of my points. But let, let me just take anything, for example, like um, nothing ever works out for me. That's, that was my phrase all through my 20s. Nothing ever works out for me. So now Bonnie gets to put on her detective hat and investigate. Does nothing ever work out for her? Let's start with today. Did you wake up this morning? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow, that worked out for you, didn't it? Did you start your car this morning? I did. Did you have a flat tire? Nah. Did you have any gas in it? Yeah. Oh, look, something worked out for you. And so I go through this phase of calling out the limiting beliefs, calling them out on their BS. Because if if you have a limiting belief and it's not true 100% of the time, you get to have permission to dismiss that thought. You get to have uh, permission to not entertain it. If it's not true 100% of the time, then it's not true. It's a lie. It is an isolated incident. It is a, it is a, a simply an occurrence. You don't have to make it your truth. But more often than not, we make it our truth. So let's dive into some of these limiting beliefs tonight, okay? So I just recently reposted something that was like... um it was, a, it was a post about failure. One of my former clients posted it and I'm so glad that she posted it because she needed to hear it. And so I reposted it and made it my own. And essentially it was talking about, <laughs> it was a funny meme. It was like, do you know how mad I was when I realized that in order to get good at something, you also have to start off being really bad at something. And most people, especially my ladies, we don't wanna look bad at anything. We don't wanna look stupid. So we don't try new things. So I thought, let's let's challenge that thought. We don't want to go to the gym because we don't want to look dumb because we don't know what we're doing. How will you ever know what you're doing if you never go and learn how to do what you're doing? I'd like to know, number one. Number two, when you started your job, did you walk in the very first day and know exactly what to do? No, you didn't. You had to do a thing called training. And through this training process, 
practice, repetition, and sometimes intensity, you know those are my two things, you learn through repetition and intensity, through practice and through intensity, intensity could be getting scolded, intensity could be getting celebrated. Either way, some intense emotion happened that solidified for you, never do that again, or yes, do it that way, and from that way, your brain learned, right? That's how that works. When you were a little girl, the first time that you hopped on a bicycle, you did not hop on it and ride down the street. Maybe you did, but most of us don't just hop on a bicycle and automatically know how to ride a bike. That's not how that works. Give you another example. This is why I don't want kids listening to this episode. The first time that you sucked a dick, did you know what you were doing? No, the first time you had sex, did you know what the fuck you were doing? No, but you practice and eventually, hopefully, somewhere down the line, you got better at it and now you make love wonderfully or whatever you call it. So why is it that we know that this is how life works? You have to try new things and get better at them so that you can become best. Is it ego? We talked about this a few weeks ago. We talked about how our ego is not a bad thing. It's just simply your your level of self-perception and your self-awareness, at, not even self-awareness, but how you view yourself and how you identify yourself. And so sometimes our ego is so caught up on never making any mistakes and never looking wrong that we won't allow ourselves to do that. And I can't, I cannot emphasize how harmful of a mindset that is. I can never be wrong. Everyone's always talking about narcissists on TikTok, but I need you to think like, do you have narcissistic tendencies and that you feel like you can never be wrong and that if you are wrong or if you don't have it right the first time or if you're not perfect, that it's the end of the world? How is that serving you? How many new skills have you learned this year? Or better yet, how many new skills have you not learned this year because you're afraid to look like a beginner? So that limiting belief of I can't because I don't know how. We just did a little bit of investigating on that and we I'm calling bullshit on that. I can't because I don't know how. You don't know how because you 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 don't do it, right? It's like saying, okay, I don't know how to do a a squat properly. I can't squat because I don't know how. Well, how will you learn how? You got to try. You got to practice. When you hear yourself saying things like that are disempowering, and how do you know if it's disempowering? It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make you feel proud about yourself. For me to say that I can't do something because I don't know how, I don't leave with a sense of empowerment. I leave with a sense of I can't do anything. I can't do this. And that translates into a scarcity mindset because what you're saying is not, I don't know how to do this yet or I have yet to master that skill. I can't because I don't know how is essentially saying I do not have access to the resources. I do not have accesses to the tools or I have access to the resources and the tools, but I don't believe in myself enough to be able to utilize them and learn from them. So you are speaking disempowerment over yourself on a daily basis every time that you speak things like I can't, I don't know how. When people, when women tell me like things like they don't have money or they don't know how to, you know, make more money. And I'm like, here, here is this. Look, watch this free webinar and learn how to, you know, do this. Here, here is this thing. Create surveys here. You can, and they're like, well, I can't do that. Or I don't know how. I'm like, you are just continuing to speak over your life. This, this sense of, I can't do anything. Um, I need someone to save me. Um, I need someone to rescue me. Victim mentality. You're not a victim. And if you are, it's because you chose to be. Oh my God, that's aggressive. I don't mean that you chose what happened to you. I'm saying that you chose to wear that badge of victim as opposed to victorious. 
Guys, everybody has some kind of trauma, some kind of chip on their shoulder, some kind of something that made their life different than you and mine and everyone else's. How you choose and what you choose to do with those circumstances is going to determine whether you get to be the victim or be the victor, whether you get to be the person that says, I can't right now, but I can learn. I don't have that right now, but I can try. I can figure it out. The language that you use is going to dictate how you feel about yourself. And if you don't want to keep lying to yourself about the fact that you just can't do anything when you really can, stop by pausing and listening to the words that you use when you're talking about yourself. Lie number two, I'm not worthy of insert the blank. Today on one of the calls, I asked my new client what were some of the things that she felt would hold her back and she said 100% mindset, which is why she chose to move forward with me because I'm just like, I'm, you know, mindset. Uh, I don't know what to call myself, shit. <laughs> I like to talk about mindset. <laughs> but um One of the first things she said is that I don't feel like I'm worthy. And I was like, of what? She's like, of anything. I was like, well, can you elaborate? Can you give me, what's something that you just recently felt that you weren't worthy of? And she's like, okay, um, well, my boyfriend and I share our income. So when it comes to me, like, like this program, me investing in myself, like I'm so hesitant. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm worth spending the money on. And I'm going to take this, I'm not even going to take this in the direction of you're worthy all the time. I'm not even going there. We're not doing love and light with that one. We're doing hardcore, like, like boss the fuck up shit. So here is me putting on the investigator hat uh, to walk through that process of I'm not worthy of spending money on myself. At the end of the phone call, she mentioned to me that she had just bought one of those sunlight alarm clocks um, that, you know, I guess makes it light as you wake up. Those are not cheap. Those are not like five, ten dollars. I don't know how much they are, but I know that they're more than, you know, five or ten dollars. So when I hear her say things like, I'm not worthy of spending money, that's when you get to call bullshit on yourself because it's like, but you 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 spent money on that. So you believe. Remember what I said? If it's not true hundred percent of the time, then it's not true. So if you're gonna tell yourself that I'm not worthy of investing in myself, but yet I'll go invest in destructive habits. We talk about this all the time. I'm not worthy of investing in myself. I don't believe in myself. I'm like, so you only believe in yourself to fail? You only believe in yourself to overeat? You only believe in yourself to to self-sabotage? You only believe in yourself to be able to to do whatever it is that you're sending your money on that doesn't involve you bettering yourself? This isn't me in somebody's pockets. I know that's a phrase that, that... especially in the, in the black coaching community, we'd be like, don't be in, in people's pockets. This isn't me in my pockets. This is me trying to help you get out of your own self-destruction. Like stop enough with the bullshit already enough with it. If you really don't believe that you're worthy of spending money on yourself, but yet you turn around and go spend your money on other things, what you need to do is start calling that out, which is that I don't believe that this will work. That's the real, that's the real truth. It's not the lie that you don't think that you're worthy. It's that you don't believe that it will work. Again, because going back to that first lie, which is I can't because I don't know how. So think about it. I want you to stop and think about some of the lies that you're telling yourself that have kept you at square one, or in some cases have taken you back several steps. Today on a phone call with one of my friends, I talked about him yesterday, actually, the the friend that's in Columbia, he's actually here tonight, and hopefully I'll be meeting up with him in a little bit to catch up, show him the new place, whatever. And um, we were having a conversation, and I was telling him about my, uh, one of my business mentors, Sunira Mahani, uh, the founder of Stacks Payments, 
and also the founder and CEO of Stacks Payments and founder and CEO of CEO School. And her whole mission is about empowering women to become wealthy, successful CEOs and billionaires. Yeah, I said billionaires, not millionaires. She gave us a lot of statistics. She said things, um, I think it's less than 2% of venture capital goes to women's startups. Venture capital is the money that you can get to basically take this venture with your business and investors would be like a Shark Tank thing. Like, oh, hey, we your business looks profitable. We'll give you money. So apparently less than 2% of the venture capital that's out there goes to females' businesses. And she wants to help us change that by creating businesses that look professional and profitable enough um, and have a solid foundation so that people will want to invest in them. She also shared another statistic, which I think it was around less than 2% as well. Less than 2% of female CEOs and entrepreneurs will ever have a six-figure year, which is just insane to me. Because I'm like, it's only $100,000, only $100,000. There's what? The numbers might be off, but it is a very small number. Maybe it wasn't six figures. Maybe it was millionaire. I can't remember. Either way, the numbers are literally off. So I was talking to my friend about that and he goes, why do you think that is? And I asked him, I was like, do you want my historical perspective of why women are not ahead? Like I can go far back or, or do you want like a here and now, like what's the issue like right now? And, and so we kind of touched on that. And one of the things that came up in the conversation was the perceived, the perceived limitations. Are there limitations? Are we experiencing limitations? Do all of us have limitations? Absolutely. That's what this podcast episode is about, the limitations that we put in our own head. But perceived limitations, I think, hold people back way farther than actual limitations. You know why? Because real, actual limitations, those are the ones that motivate you to figure out a way. The perceived ones are the ones that we've created in our head and that we've decided we are powerless against. I'll give you an example. There is a perceived limitation that, <laughs> this is a personal one, um, what, and, and I'll tie it into mine. Um, I have this vision of creating the number one personal development platform for women. That, because what I see right now is a lot of coaches that teach manifestation and manifesting money and super spiritual and divine feminine energy and all that, and I fucks heavy with that. But then on the other hand, we have some really badass online fitness coaches that are empowering women to take back their mind, their body, and eventually their life. And they're kind of like two separate entities. And on TikTok, they kind of go like against each other. You got the super divine feminine women talking about how masculine it is to lift. And then you've got the, 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 the savage lifting women who are like making fun of the women that talk about feminine energy. And I'm like, no, nah, we can do both. We can do both. We, we can be fit as fuck and we can also be rich as fuck. We can be fine as fuck and we can also be strong as fuck. Like, why do we have to choose? And for me, my empowerment started with me taking control of my body because I believe in mind, body, soul. And when you're in alignment, that's when life starts to get easy not, or when start, life starts to work out in your favor for you instead of you going against um, your dreams and, and going against your calling, going against what you were made to do. And so I have this vision to bring all of these together and I'm going to do it. Why? Because people told me I couldn't. People told me you need to just stick to one thing. People told me like, you know, like a scattered brain person never makes it very far did it all, all these things and I hear them and I understand them I totally get where they're going with this but I also have this vision that they don't have so with that said I got this idea from at least two or three of my other female mentors who people told them that they couldn't do things 
People told one of my coaches, you can't create a, a business, like you can't create a coaching program where it's intimate and people get one-on-one -on -one interaction with their coaches and scale it, which scaling means like, you know, it's more than just one, like, you know, her working with one client at a time. They told her that she couldn't take her group coaching business and scale it and keep it intimate because most coaching programs when a coach is that successful, you don't have access to the coach. You don't have access to your coach. You don't have one-on-one. -on -one. You just get their, their program and you maybe get a group coaching call. And she said, watch me. And her program was the best program that I have ever been a part of aside from CEO school. She's like, they told me I couldn't do it. So I did. And every woman that I look at, every woman that I look up to, and even the men, the people that I look up to are the ones who decided that the limitations that the world told them that they didn't apply to them. And so I'm not even gonna go deep down the list of limiting beliefs. I just want you guys to understand that your perceived limitations are holding you back way farther than the ones that you think are real. If you think that you can't do something um, and it has become a core belief within your head, you won't work against it because you believe it to be true. But if the world tells you as a woman, you can't earn six figures in your business, or if the world tells you that as an overweight person, you can't become an online fitness coach, that's not a real limitation. That's, that's, that's bullshit. And because you know it's bullshit, you will work to overcome it. But the ones that you create in your own mind, you will start to believe that they are true. And you will start to think that this is how life works and that there's no way around it. And so the only way that you can um, stop these lies from bombarding and, 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 and planting root in your head and becoming actual beliefs that govern your actions is to become aware of the fact that it's happening, to become aware of the fact that you are not your thoughts, to become aware of the fact that the same way that those thoughts came in and sat down at your dinner table, ate up all your food and have now convinced you that they live there, <laughs> you can undo all of that. You can go back and kindly take each plate from, from in front of them. You can, you can pick them up out of their chairs and escort them out the door. But that doesn't happen without awareness. That doesn't happen without taking time to slow down and actually listen to the conversation that's going on within your mind. To, to contextualize this before I end this podcast, I want you to think, I want you to uh, journal exercise. I want you to write down all of the things that you would do, could do, should do if money wasn't a problem. I want you to write down all of the things that you could, would, should, and would absolutely love to do if you knew that you wouldn't get judged for doing them. A lot of us hold back and we play small in our lives and it has nothing to do with our ability, but it has everything to do with us not wanting to step on the toes or make people that we love feel bad for, for not achieving the things that, that we want to achieve. Or, or, or making them feel like they're not as successful as us. I held back and played small for a large portion of my life because I didn't want my loved ones or my friends or anyone else to feel like bad about their, I don't know, lack of drive. That's not my problem though, right? So I want you to write down a list of all the things that you would, could, should do that you would just love to do if one, money wasn't an issue and two, if you knew that you wouldn't be judged for it. And now I want you to look at that list after you have it and go through all of the limiting beliefs, the lies, the BS that comes up in your head for you as you see them. Well, I can't do that because I ain't got no money. Well, I can't do that because blah, 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 blah. Well, I can't do that because I don't want you to look at which ones are actual facts. Like you physically, there's no way, nothing, nothing can move, nothing can happen so that that would actually happen. And the, you know. That might be something that has to do with like dinosaurs or talking to a dead person. That's a problem uh, in the flesh. That, that's not going to happen. 
right? I want you to look at that and see how many of those things are actually like physically impossible. And then I want you to look at them and realize which ones you actually have convinced yourself are not possible. You'll realize real quick that the problem isn't the problem isn't whether or not something's possible. It's whether or not you believe it's possible. Let that marinate. Everything that you want, that you want to create in this world, that you want to accomplish in this world, you may think it's selfish because your family has told you that it is. You may think it's impossible because someone tried it and it didn't work out for them. But I want you to know that those things that you want to accomplish, I always say this, but I'll say it again. Those desires that you have are there for a reason. You obtaining your desires, you reaching your goals is like a freaking lighthouse to so many people to show them that yes, it's possible, that yes, it's true. And as long as you keep staying in your head, inviting shitty ass thoughts to dinner, into your house, Maybe this will help you, but you're, you're contributing to the world being a shitty place because a lot of people don't have hope and a lot of people don't believe in the impossible. And as long as you are another person that is contributing to the lie that we can't make things happen, well, guess what? You're contributing to the, the cult of average. You're contributing to everyone settling because you could have been the difference. You could have been the one in your family to be the first person to start a successful business. You could have been the one in your family that isn't going to die from some sort of um, preventable lifestyle disease. You could have been the one that proved everyone wrong, but you listened to the lies instead. I want you to know that I believe in you guys. I want you to know that you have so much potential within you to do the impossible. And it's very hard to see that when you are surrounded by people who don't believe in the impossible. That is why I'm always trying to create programs, courses, containers for you to be in the room, for you to be with other people who believe in it and are on the same path as you and and who have that same energy. Energy is a very real thing. I've noticed the energy in my client community go down when my energy goes down. But when my energy goes up and I'm hopping on the freaking live first thing in the morning, like get your shit together and quit fairy tailing and thinking that things are just going to get better and easier on your own. What the fuck are you doing? I believe in you, boss, bitch, boss up. When I do stuff like that, all of a sudden everybody's awake and they're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to the gym at 5 a.m. I'm getting my steps in. Yeah, yeah, Energy. It's real. And if you have goals, if you have a big dream that you're trying to accomplish, you are not going to be able to do it with small-minded, low-energy people in your circle. That's it, guys. That's all I have for you tonight. I hope that this message lands on ears that we're willing to hear. I hope that this message lights a fire under somebody's ass. That is literally why I hop on here and do these things because I believe in you. I believe in your potential, even if you don't believe in yourself. I'm where I'm at today because I've had coaches, women, mentors, pastors that looked at me even at my most broken state and saw this girl has something and they believed in me. And I want to be able to do that for you. So if you got value from this episode, I'm literally getting ready to upload this to Spotify and I iTunes as soon as we finish. Do me a favor and screenshot it, post it in your story and tag me. Send it to a friend that may need to hear this. Send this to someone that needs to hear that they need to get out of their effing head. And if you're someone that's been listening to me religiously and you're ready to do the work, you're ready to become the boss of your life, to learn how to master your mindset, to learn how to confront your shadow, heal your inner child, harness your divine masculine and feminine energy so you can start manifesting your goals like a freaking boss, then you need to be a part of the boss life 
coaching container that is opening August 8th. The details will be in the show notes. I'm going to post it in the links on all the social media platforms. You need to be in there. Now, as always, girl, I love you. I believe in you. Now go get your life. Peace.